Welcome to the Shift Changer Podcast, where we discuss the reality that shift happens and the most incredible experiences arise when we make a decision to be the change. Welcome to the very first episode of the Shift Changer Podcast. My name is Monica Kerdeman and I will be your host. Today, I will be discussing the name of the podcast, Shift Changer. My goal for this podcast is to highlight situations where life shifted and the decision we or others were given to be a change agent and the incredible experiences that developed as an outcome. That person is a shift changer, someone who made a decision to implement a kind gesture by word or deed for the benefit of another and a positive outcome occurred knowing or unknowingly. A little backstory about me is I am born and raised in Houston. I met my best friend on Bourbon Street in New Orleans 13 years ago. We can discuss those details about why we were there later. Anyways, uh, we recently celebrated our ninth wedding anniversary. We have two beautiful rambunctious children. And if you want to know more about them, follow me on Instagram and you'll see the crazy life that we live. Um, My oldest is Juliana, who is five, and JJ Joshua James Jr., who is three. Um, I like to call myself a jack of all trades and a master at being a nurse because I really enjoy taking care of people. My background is in the medical field as a critical care nurse, and I've practiced for 12 amazing, educational, emotional, stressful, and adrenaline-pumping years. While at the bedside, I was passionate about my work in serving others and rubbing elbows with extremely hardworking and intelligent healthcare professionals. What I enjoyed most is being able to to be a change agent for the patients under my care whether it be improving and encouraging their perspectives, which looked grim in most cases, um, in catching near misses, suggesting and implementing a treatment plan, preparing them for home life after discharge, or simply meeting their needs. I loved being a nurse, and I looked forward to each of my shifts. I'm truly confident that God had used, has used that platform through me to bless others. On the morning of May 4th, 2018, I was scrolling through Facebook, Actually, I should say I was trolling through Facebook when I came across a post from my charge nurse that said she needed a job because her hospital closed, which just so happened to be my hospital. Myself and 900 employees found ourselves jobless due to our hospital declaring bankruptcy. It was quite a shocker. I just cried. This came as a complete surprise since I just clocked out at 2200 or 10 p.m. the night before. After a tug of war of wanting to work less and spend more time with my children, I have no other explanation than this feeling in the pit of my stomach that God wanted me to be laid off and stay home with my kids. And as much as that sucked because I truly enjoyed working, I felt he wanted me to feel all of it. And and if my gut was true, and it usually is, I knew God was up to something. Have you ever felt that way? Like, you know, whatever you're going through is so bizarre that it could possibly be a setup? Well, that's exactly how I felt. In the beginning days of now being a stay-at-home mom, that was really hard to say at the, at the beginning, um, we were forced to figure out how we would make adjustments and cutbacks without my income. If I'm real, the hardest part was, who was I outside of nursing? Being let go allowed for the issues I pushed down because I didn't have the time to deal with them to rise to the top. Being let go stripped me of my identity that I so lovingly wrapped in 
as a nurse for 12 years. More than that, I felt I was liked and loved because of what I did. Now, I know that's not true, but that's what I felt. So after dying in my pride and burying the girl I used to be, I knew I had to reconstruct my belief system. Actually, I decided to stop saying I suck at being a mom because I was actually annoying myself. That's when I realized that God had orchestrated all of this for a reason and I had been in a situational shift. I was determined to find out what needed to be changed in me and what I needed to learn. For starters, I needed to change my belief system and the words that were coming out of my mouth. My crummy mom job was a result of not only saying it, but the little to no productivity at home when I was off, my excused short temper short temper because I was tired, and an unrealistic perfectionist expectations with two toddlers. Side note, you should know that I am a type A, Enneagram 8, wing 7, slightly obsessive compulsive to-do lister and a procrastinator. I am a walking, talking oxymoron, and I'm constantly overthinking. After vegging out for four months and gaining 20 emotional pounds, I made an executive decision to become the change agent in my own situation and implement my own nursing skills on myself. I knew I needed to make the best out of the situation for my children, but man, I just couldn't let go of the fact that this is not how I pictured working less and staying home with my kids more. You feel me? Like, what was all that about, God? Okay, so... Where does shift change come from? Let's start off with good old Wikipedia. It states that in healthcare, a change of shift report is a meeting between healthcare providers at the change of shift in which vital information about and responsibility for the patient is provided from the offgoing provider to the oncoming provider. It is also called a handoff, shift report, handover, or sign out. It is the first thing you do when you clock into shift. From the angle of a nurse, you're collecting data on the patient from the name, date of birth, allergies, diagnoses, medications, diet, plan of care, labs, scans, what was done on the shift prior to yours, and what is needed to be done on your shift. You're also discussing future plans with projected outcomes for discharge. Where shift change came from is looking back on what I used to do with my patients and applying it to myself. So I was data collecting from the patient, a head-to-toe assessment, asking questions, and getting to know the patient. Formulate a game plan on what needs to be implemented on my shift. Readjusting their belief system if needed to persuade them on my plan of care. I say persuade because you have to realize I was working with people on the worst day of their lives. I am working with people who don't feel their best, who are barely making it, who have lost hope, who are in great pain. And have often and often have feelings of loneliness and depression. Their belief system is not as strong and is possibly failing. And I have to persuade them to change to a positive one. There is clinical data out there that proves that a positive environment improves patient care and outcomes. Oftentimes, I can sense there's a spiritual shift that a person is going through that they are unaware of, and I just start praying. It's hard to work with someone who has a negative, defeated, glass half-empty mentality. You're basically working against a wall. I take on the role as the change agent as I encourage them to do this or that or to allow me to do this or that for their benefit. It's not easy. And oftentimes it takes me all day. I'm often causing a situational shift for that patient, but it's for their overall health and well-being. 
We will talk more about the different types of shifts and becoming a change agent in the next episode. So that's how I got the foundation for this idea of shift change. But now I had to implement it for myself and on myself. My husband and I gather the facts of our actual income now, our needs, uh, my time off, resources, and skills. Using my time management skills, I made a schedule for myself and for my kids. We traded in my car. We put travel on hold and said no a lot. No was my new yes. No, 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 no. We made non-negotiables and negotiables, and we stuck to it. I changed my belief system that I am someone special just for who I am. I accepted myself and I told myself, I am loved, I belong, I matter, and I am enough. When I would say yes, I would do homemade things that cost less or use my time that was free. I found myself in situations I would never have been in if I was working. I decided that I would use my time and skills for those in need as I would do at the bedside. There are so many stories I could tell about how this last year and a half has been and all the glory goes to God. So to recap, there are constant shifts occurring in our marriage, children, school, occupation, finances, relationships, and basically every facet you can imagine. When we consciously or unconsciously go against a shift, we only hurt ourselves and possibly others. And unfortunately, it stunts our growth. When we awaken to the shifts occurring all around us, we have a choice to make a change or remain the same. A shift changer sees a shift and decides to be the change. They see a need and they meet it. His or her decision to be a change agent is how we will encounter global shift change impact. This podcast is not to only highlight my own shift changer experiences, but to have conversations with people who have either been a shift changer for someone else or how someone else became a shift changer for them and the impact it created. Well, that is all for the first episode of the Shift Changer podcast. In the next episode, I will discuss, again, different shift changes that occur, what is a shift change agent, and why change is needed. My hope is that as you listen, you shift your belief systems to be awakened to the reality that shift happens and you get the opportunity to be the change. Thank you so much for listening. 